Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Talking Mode. I'm your host, Caroline, and alongside with me is Margot. Hi. So to, in this episode, we're going to talk about how media actually interprets our lives. So that's basically how we see what's there, like what's in our life, what's in front of us through the lens of media. So let's get started. So as we are doing the series on difference between the East and the West, how does the media portrait lives of different regions, specifically the East and the West? Um, so for me, I think like the way media portray our lives is mirrored and reflected through the lens of culture. Because in, in, in a sense, media is kind of portraying the culture and our beliefs and our concepts. Um, and the fact that the cultures and the traditional beliefs between the, the, the West and the East are so vastly different. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why um, there was a difference in the way media portray our lives in the first place. In this episode, we're trying to focus more on a kind of video-based um, media rather than, you know, um, pictures and infographies. We're trying to talk about the films and the news and all of those video formatted um, media. For example, when you know we go out to the cinema and we see for for example western film and stuff and there might be um some very sexual activities that according to asian traditional beliefs um are considered as inappropriate but in the western region those activities are considered rather normal and even appropriate and accepted to an extent and so that's just one example i can think of that the media portrays the differences between the cultural beliefs between the two different regions. Another example is how media in the West and in the East, they portray love and, you know, romantic relationships. Like we see in the kind of coming of age teenager films, love, even though that, that love is for teenagers, they are usually sometimes involved some sexual activities and sexual charismatic um, scenes and stuff. Um, whereas in the East, especially in Vietnam, I don't see that typical chemistry, like, yeah, very sexual chemistry between the two main characters. And yeah, I think that's very interesting. But again, with the kind of globalization and um, the, the, the lines between the two uh, cultural beliefs kind of got blurred and mixed together, like we discussed in the previous episode, many people nowadays, especially if we like in the east nowadays we see those sexual activities and we kind of consider them accepted to an extent yeah and i think that's how powerful the media could be and they and it could really influence the way we think and completely change our traditional beliefs to fit with the current demands and desires yeah that's my opinions on that what's yours yeah i totally agree i think that well in the West, there tend to be more like open with um, sexual um, relationships and, you know, and they're not like they're very open about the whole thing. Um, mm -hmm. as you can see like the TV, like the uh, British TV series, Sex, Edu Sex Education. Well, now they're very, you know, kind of popular here because they explored a, um, a side of, you know, <laughs> education that mostly people like students or audiences from the East don't really get to talk about much in their daily lives. 
And so I think I, I yeah, like just like you said, with globalizations, it just brings the whole thing closer and closer the audience. However, still there are you know boundaries as to mm-hmm. like even though that the media like the media portrait that's you know all that aspect we um we're still not very there you know we're not just like the yeah yeah like there's um because uh somehow when i you know they like there are many projects now that actually talks uh empower and encourage young people now to talk about their sex and explore all kinds of you know relating to sex but still when Mm-hmm. We actually talk to them face to face. They are kind of very shy, and they just, you know, they kind of like there's a very clear line as to we don't want to discuss that. There's something that we they want to empower maybe online, but in their mind, like deep in their mind, it's just not there yet. Agree, agree. Like um, even like through posts, Instagram posts, um, not just like offline conversation. Um, we can we tend to get scared away mm-hmm. by the very bold you know topics like um i i know some people like vietnamese um for example podcasters and instagram influencers they choose to talk openly about sex and yeah exploring like like you said but you know sometimes when i look at their content i just got you know very uncomfortable seeing how bold and how open they are and i still can't get used to that so yeah that proves like there are still boundaries to what is considered normal for us and i think that it's with the language too you see when we actually Mm -hmm. hear it and actually use the words to talk about it's kind of yeah especially in vietnamese it's harder right yeah i mean you know the series um from etc like yeah you know the whole thing it's for you know anything that's relating Mm -hmm. to sex and yeah another podcast yeah different different sex positions and things but i mean to listen to it maybe i could listen maybe uh from just alone but maybe with everyone in the room or actually having a conversation about it then i don't Mm -hmm. think i'm just ready because you know we've been raised here and the whole thing it just um yeah okay so to what extent do you think that those information like that in those information which are portrayed through media are accurate this question reminded me of next netflix films like you know nowadays um there's a trend going on about creating films and documentaries and series based in based on the past and hmm. past traditional beliefs and past you know even outfits and fashion for example the, the the series bridgerton we 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 watch yeah. and you know even even in in that in that series when there there are some videos on youtube where people kind of review and they reacted to that series and when they point out especially from the experts from you know uh anthropology or archaeologists or even like fashion experts they pointed out the you know the different alterations that the producer did to the actual you know culture of for mm-hmm. example england because that film is you know taking place in england and um there are of course some alterations i don't know whether like, glamorize yeah. it. like they kind of like glamorize the life maybe you know uh, more than it's actually was because you know after all it's media right they I yeah know yeah, that's, that. yeah yeah because that's why i'm not sure if they are doing those alteration alteration because of the mass audience or because of some other you know uh, reasons because it's very interesting seeing 
hearing the you know the chief producer of that series he he or she I, I can't remember talked about how the film is trying to embrace the history but at the same time they did some alteration to the history itself so um yeah because of that i i feel like the information it's of course not a hundred percent true um like any other films because it is at the end of the day cater to the mass audience and when it comes to the mass audience there are many conflicting uh, opinions on a particular um topic so especially when it comes to cultural and beliefs and of those very macro topics and yeah i think like we cannot fully trust the information online especially when it comes to yeah concepts and beliefs but they of course they have to portray some sense of truth um because at the end of the day um if they are trying to create a series based on the history they need to embrace and respect the history by incorporating in some sort of truths Um, so I, I would say there's a mix of truths and half-truths and even mistruths as well. So yeah, that's my answer. Yeah, I think that's a very, you know, fun, like interesting point that you've touched on because I feel like a lot of, I don't know, a lot of media, it's, they actually use, um, kind of like abuse the fact that people are very interested into what happened in the past because there are not many informations available to yes. you. And so they kind of alterate you know, the information, alter the information to, um, I don't know, to keep up with the command, like the demand, demand of their audience. And somehow we just got too caught up in that and we actually believe the whole things because everything is just so glamorous and, you know, and, yes. it, or maybe it's cruel, it's like way too cruelty. They tell like on both, um, like kind of make it very extreme somehow. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's totally, um, I don't know, just like, just drawn me into watching it. So I guess that after the point we discussed, I, I think that it's very important that we, uh, you know, do a fact check on, t- you know, fact check mm-hmm. all in the information that we have um, conceived from those media. people affected by the media how are people affected by the media of course people are affected by media but i would say um it's it's a combination of both good influences and bad influences at the same time because so circle back to the the series that we're talking about bridgerton even though there are some half shoots there are some alterations of course you know even though they glamorize the history in order to fit the current demands from the audience they are also trying to encourage and motivate you know audience to study about the past mm-hmm. uh, i feel like that's a very interesting way of course when, when when we see it like this then there's a good influence on audience but i would say that influences like good influences are not outweighed by the bad ones because you know we're talking about the cultural in the cultural beliefs at the end of the day and when it comes to cultural we cannot just you know mix half shoots in it so again it reminded me about this um the series emily in paris um oh, right yeah yeah that. that's kind of a controversial series because when i watched that series i enjoyed it but when i go went on youtube and i watch reviews people are furious about that series because they see it in those sense um that series is about americans trying to 
yeah. um, undermine French culture. Yeah, take, in, take over the whole way. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's so interesting, and you can see how just a single alteration in culture can lead to such a huge backlash even almost and, and even the main actress Lily Collins she had to uh, speak up and voice her opinions on being cast as the main character for that film because the way she acted can create controversy among audience especially French people <laughs> it's interesting seeing they got so infuriated by that series but at the same time like just think about it if there was a show to be made to be you know made about Vietnamese culture and there were some alteration and half truth and even insult within that series, I would be infurious too. So right. yeah, I would say- like They're trying to if, making us stereotypes and you feel like, no, yes, we're not like that. A hundred percent. So yeah, that's where the bad, the bad influences come from. Like they just imprint certain beliefs that are so biased and towards everything. Like, you know, the um, international relation between countries, and even within one country, you know, there are just some conflicts that shouldn't be talked about. And if they were to talk about those conflicts, they should do it in a very nuanced way and not so obvious when it comes to, yeah, when we talk about French versus America. And there are also macro, more bigger topics like gender inequality and just very sensitive topics like body image and just, you know, sex, like everything of that it's not talked about enough and it's not portrayed well enough and accurately. So yeah, in that sense, I feel like it has a negative influence on people. Yeah. True. I, I think that also that's the goal of media anyway, because if media is not there to provoke thoughts, to, you know, wrong sides, then it's actually not very, you know, it will not create so much an effect on the audience, right? Because we tend yeah, yeah. to be really drawn to something that it's, controversial something that's you know mm-hmm. it's a top of the town so basically they are um attacking that um that way that we think you know that psychology and so they kind of use it to make it their shows their series become popular so next we're going to talk about something that is very very um, <laughs> interesting and in which in which um caroline and i really have so much you know strong opinions on it's um it's about what we have uh, seen what we have watched online, you know, through televisions on the news, compared to what we actually experienced. So, in short, expectation versus reality. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Caroline, through which uh, media that you find you're most in contrast with, you know, between the expectation mm-hmm. and reality? Okay, got it. So, just a little disclaimer before we dive into the topic. Um, so with this particular chunk of the video, we're not trying to compare between the West and the East, and we're just maybe focusing more on the scenario that is happening right now in Vietnam, because I feel like this is an important point to make when it comes, because whenever we talk about media, we need to talk about the you know, contrast between expectations and in reality, because um, that just poses a question to maybe our podcast or later viewers that the media is not always correct and that's not always raw and unedited. It's always edited, but to an extent that is it. Um, and so um, yeah, for your answer, so the number one, like the medium of media <laughs> that I'm most kind of against, not like fully against, or I'm just feeling uncomfortable, you know, when whenever I face, come face to face with this is the news and the kind of national broadcast channel within our 
a country. We just discussed this earlier. Um, the second, the second before we, you know, press record this episode is that, um, especially during the the pandemic going on right now, there are certain aspects of our lives that are so glamorized to an extent, like that it kind of became mistruth and not just half truth anymore, which is dangerous because. I don't know about you or any other um, people, but seeing how vastly different the media claims and the reality is is very disturbing for me. So, in spe- to be specific, like in Vietnam, because of the pandemic, there are many programs to help to aid to provide for the citizens. Right? For for example, the different food programs, like food aid or food pro providing programs um but the media claims that um all people or all citizens receive those you know packages of food there are of course many other aspects um i i understand where they're coming from they're trying to you know live up the lift up the national spirit and stuff but i feel like we shouldn't stray away from the truth that that much because the people know what it's up yeah. to but and, yeah they still you know keeping up with the not like the not truth because i don't yeah. know they're too much like they spreading news that um people should you know be open about whether they are tested for covid or they're like negative or positive you know and then we have waste but then or like in in the case of uh food like Um, you know, even if you are not in the restricted area, you still receive like uh, like charitable food, right? Like, mm-hmm. but still, many many families they actually haven't received until this day, which is like around three months of lockdown. And also, like, um, they really boast, like, they talk a lot about um, there's not a shortage of food however that's not something that we experience all the supermarkets around like the markets are closed and the supermarkets mm-hmm. there are flooded with customers and with limited um food right and they restricted actually we can only buy um two packs of uh vegetables or you know a uh, hundred grams or 200 grams of meat or something like that it's like super restrictful but restricted but However, um, I mean, that's not what they talked about on television. And even there is a, you know, supply for food. They're trying to um, shape it, that the shape the kind of market in a way that is so unfair. So I think about the, you know, the combo thing that's going on like I think it shouldn't it shouldn't have existed in the first place or for example into a bundle and in that sense they can obviously reduce the, the price but that just limit our options to choose from so for example my, my family doesn't need to eat you know asparagus or something because that's not essential but then they kind of bundle those up and we have no ideas but to buy asparagus and so that's kind of a little bit of the yeah inconvenience kind of like um, they force and- us into a very um i don't know like a position where we cannot we just have to follow right we cannot mm-hmm. do any otherwise and another thing that i'm kind of furious about is that they don't talk much about the the you know the step by step process in which 
we can check our vaccination profile. So there's a online portal for that to check the information for vaccination or, yeah. But of course, that I only saw like the national broadcast channel, they talked about that once. And they, they didn't even elaborate enough because, you know, my dad then got confused and I then got confused because I don't know how it worked because those are very serious things and they didn't even elaborate that enough but they went on and talk about other kind of nonsense like they talk about the life a day in the life of a i don't know yeah it's it makes no sense for me basically all the news got you know um it's not like you don't even know when they will like they don't really talk about the important thing they just kind of go around and around and then sometimes the important thing comes up but they're just there for like Uh, 15 minutes and then it's off basically we really don't know how uh, you know what's true yeah very ironic because you said it's the news and it's supposed to be you know the voice for the people however it's just Mm -hmm. (laughs) went crazy and yeah i recognize this whole pattern that's going on like every day talk about education and how you know the 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 government is trying to kind of adapt and adjust the education system like i got it I got it that they're trying to do that, but there are other things that need to be talked about, like the vaccination process and the whole online portal, because um, Vietnamese citizens, like even our, like even us, we, we are not accustomed to using such platforms, especially for very important like events like vaccination. And there are some errors, like sometimes the server is completely crashed, which is super annoying. Yeah, and the... The, yeah it's everything it's messed up and they don't even talk about the government is trying to fix that problem um and i don't see where they are trying to go with that whole online portal because that's basically our database right and if we cannot keep up with our database then what else could we do like i, I don't know yeah that's my kind of heated thoughts so yeah i think that's um you know uh, a piece of something that we really want to share with our podcastees right on this topic and there I mean there are so much more yeah, yeah, yeah. with the time limit <laughs> um so that's it for today um, yeah. so I hope you enjoy this podcast so mm-hmm. stay tuned stay safe and stay awesome bye bye